you love creating lasting memories with your kids? You're going to love these ideas in today's podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. So glad to have you here today. This is Felice Gerwitz, and today I am thankful for our sponsor, Sony Animations and Affirms Films, for bringing us the star, the story of the first Christmas. We're thankful to our sponsors for helping us to provide wonderful free broadcasting for you and your family. Visit the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, podcast 232, and check out the links uh, to the movie trailer to see if it's a good fit for your family as well as the notes for this episode. So today we're going to focus on upcoming holidays, and without a doubt, um, Halloween um, is around the corner as I record this, and it creates all kinds of controversy. There's people who love it, and there's people who hate it. And for various different reasons. And if you're looking for some fun alternatives, you don't want to miss today's episode. So just a quick background check on why we Gerwitzes uh, prefer to have Halloween alternatives. And um, one of them is uh, my husband and I, neither one of us liked the holiday. Um, Jeff was always sent out on a mission by his family, his dad in particular, uh, to get as much candy as he could in the neighborhood. And he was really scared as a kid with all of the, you know, the things that are supposed to be a joke on, um, you know, things that might scare kids um, kind of worked in reverse for him and for me. Uh, so, um, on, on the other hand, I'm one of these people who hates to dress up for Halloween and I really hate costume parties and all that. Yeah, I know. I am just, um, not a, <laughs> a not a very, um, good sport with that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I just really didn't like it. And so the both of us together, when we were, uh, talking about what we wanted to do with our kids, we were really glad to hear that neither one of us liked it. So it was really easy for us to say, okay, well, we're going to come up with some alternatives um, that we're going to do with our children someday. Well, fast forward, and we have kids, you know. um, And a a lot of parents worry about avoiding Halloween because their kids are going to miss out on candy. Well, I'm here to tell you uh, that in all the years of not celebrating Halloween um, and all the years I've homeschooled, I have to say our kids have way more candy than they would have if they just went out and um, got it in the neighborhood. And then also, um, there's a lot of different reasons why people don't celebrate Halloween, and I have another podcast on the network. Um, And if you want to hear some different opinions on the topic, all you have to do is go to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and in that search bar on that front page, uh, you can type in Halloween and hear some of the other podcasters and some of their um, podcasts on the topic. 
But anyway, as I was saying, we fast forwarded and uh, found ourselves with a house full of kids and we were ready to focus on some meaningful activities with our kids. So these are the things we looked at. We wanted um, uh, wholesome activities that don't break the bank, right? Uh, We wanted to avoid stores and restaurants because um, that just seemed like, you know, some people were on overload. I remember going to get my hair done um, at one particular place and they had this sound effect every time you open the door, which got old when you were sitting inside the place and people kept going in and out. And everybody just loved it and I would avoid it that whole place the whole month of October because it was really irritating to me. Um, And they went all out. I mean, decorated it every single little square inch of that place. So you get people, you know, who really, um, you know, go all out with that. And then the people that like me who it gets irritating after a while. I mean, I wanted to go get my hair cut and have a few minutes of peace of quiet. You know how we are moms when we have that little bit of a chance to... um, you know, have a little time away. And uh, that kind of backfired there. Um, And another point I wanted to make is I like to create memories with my children. I remember my uncle was one of uh, 14 kids. Can you believe that? And his mother was the most beautiful thing. I remember seeing a picture of their entire family with his little mom standing in the middle of all those children. And uh, she really was just a beautiful woman. I never met her, but just from the pictures, she was radiant. And he was saying to me that the best thing about families was the memories that we create. And whenever he would come over here for uh, some kind of family occasion, he would always remind me of that. So that, that's, that's always been important to me um, to be able to create those memories with my kids. So we didn't really need to look very far. I live in an area that's not fall friendly. I live in Southwest Florida. Uh, we have some wonderful beaches and great parks, but nothing that gives you that fall leaf feeling. So one of the things I do each year in my home is I decorate for fall. Through the years, I've purchased silk flowers. I've looked for them on sale. And I really buy them at the end of the season. I just have to store them all year, but um, it's a great way to get wonderful deals. And I decorate my house, so everywhere I look, even as I'm, you know, writing this, was writing my show notes earlier. But as I was sitting in my uh, family room, and I could look around and see all of the beautiful decorations, and it makes me feel that fall, you know, feeling. Even though today got all the way down to um, 68 degrees, I think it was today. So I was super excited. We had the doors open and and everything else, turned the air off. Um, So for us, you know, it kind of let the, you know, the fall feeling uh, came uh, through in the weather. But it also, you know, allows you to do things like, you know, use the pumpkin spices. And the other day I made pumpkin bread and, um, you know, I got a fresh pumpkin and, Um, pureed it, and it was really great. The second um, thing is I always included the kids in everything, and it was a great incentive to get their schoolwork done if they knew we were going to be planning, uh, doing some activities. And even when they got older, they were on board. I'm going to give you a little hint um, for those of you who struggle sometimes with your teens to get them to participate in things. I never had a problem because I always had 
you know, something else they could do. So it was something like, it would go something like this. Um, We're going to be baking some cookies, but if you'd rather not do that, I have a couple of bathrooms you can clean, or the car needs to be washed, or, you know, the driveway um, needs to be swept out, or the walkway, or whatever that is. You know, if you live up north, there's probably leaves that need to be raked, right? That beautiful fall gets old very fast. And it's amazing how much um, enthusiasm you'll get from your teenagers when they are going to be participating, um, you know, with you and and little kids or whoever else is underfoot. Uh, They're really more than welcome um, to participate, but they're also uh, going to be excited to help because they would rather do that than anything else, right? So... You know, we just give our kids uh, purposeful incentives, and and that works really, really great. I mean, I have a whole lot of um, ideas of things that we've done through the years that have been so much fun, but we're going to take a really quick commercial break, and when we come back, I am going to share uh, some great events that we participated in, um, all in, you know, a way to celebrate the fall um, and avoid what we felt was a very scary event that we didn't really want a part of, and that was Halloween. So we'll be right back. Affirm Films and Sony Pictures Animation present The Star, the fully animated story of the first Christmas told through a whole new set of eyes. Bo the donkey and his stable of animal friends follow the star to become some unlikely heroes. That light, that's the star. This is where it's been leading me. What's his name? His name is Jesus. The Star, now playing. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. More information is available at thestarmovie.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 232, and you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Well, Halloween alternatives come in all shapes and sizes, and you don't even have to limit it um, to Halloween time or October or anything. You can really do a whole lot of things um, that are creating memories with your kids no matter what the time of the year. So the first is um, look for festivals in your town. There are fall festivals all over this town. They can be at a church or at a park. Um, the second is you can have a party at your house. Um, I've listed both a smaller party and a larger party one year. Um, the kids asked me if, um, well, one year we had a really big party here. A homeschool group got together. Everybody brought, you know, a small bag of candy, which ended up with way too much candy by the time we were done. You know, moms brought cookies and we all had, um, we were in charge of one game that we brought to the event. So we had, um, you know, like bean beanbag tosses and ring tosses and things like that. And as the kids went around and they participated, they got candy. So it was really fun. Um, it was a fun event. And then we've done it years um, in the past where uh, they would just have fun doing the events and go from station to station Um, They would have a certain amount of tickets uh, that they could use. And then after that, they just got their candy when they left. So that way you didn't have kids, you know, eating candy. And especially um, if there's some dietary restrictions or um, if they're not used to eating candy, sometimes that's all the kids wanted to do was just take their bag of candy, go sit in the corner and do that. 
So um, one of the great things because of the dark, um, and we live on a couple of acres, is the kids had these glow bracelets and they would just play different games like tag. And they just had a blast. It was really, really fun. Uh, we also had Christmas parties along those lines where I'd have luminaries lighting the sidewalk and it would uh, go all the way to the backyard. And there we would have, you know, games for the kids to do. And even sometimes just letting them run around, they loved doing that. Um, but one year the kids have said, hey, mom, you know, we want to have our own little party and not have such a big party. And so we did that, and that was really great. So we just had like another family over. Um, Other times it was just our family, and we would, you know, sit around and, um, you know, maybe have a little uh, campfire going on the deck or out in the backyard with wood. And I had, um, you know, really pretty lights strung up, and I just loved it. I loved the whole ambiance of, of being out in the dark and, and just, you know, in the protection of our own our own yard, it was fun. Um, one of our friends uh, lived, that lives out here um, had a um, barbecue at her house. And she talked about going all out. She had um, hay rides for the kids. Uh, she kind of had a, a working farm. Uh, they had some hogs and they had chickens and things like that and a garden. So they had, you know, hay rides and and pumpkin treats and snacks and they got to dress up and it was it was really great and in the different parties we've had either the kids have dressed up mostly the little ones want to and it's funny because when they get to be around 10 or 11 some kids just really don't like to do that my granddaughter quit dressing up last year and she was you know barely 10 um, as my daughter my daughter says she takes her oldest takes after me so not surprising, right? Um, and then there's all the, you know, there are um, like all saint day parties that the kids can go to where a kid dresses up in a costume that depicts a saint, such as Joan of Arc or St. Michael the Archangel. I think my kids all were St. Michael at one time or another because, of course, he has a sword, but then so does Joan of Arc. So, you know, take your pick. Um, so, you know, it, those were fun things that the kids did. Um, and again, it was mostly when they were a lot younger. Um, another uh, great event that we did was we just set up a bunch of carnival games and kind of did this similar to what we had at our party. Um, you know, we've done this kind of thing at the All Saints Day party. And so, um, you know, my daughter's involved in a party that she's going to, and she called and said, do you have any darts? And I said, not anymore. Why? And she said, well, one of the games that she was going to have was a balloon with darts. And I said, "Uh, how old are the kids going to be? Probably not a good idea. And then when the balloon pops, you know, you got the little ones that might be scared. So I would recommend uh, some other types of games like the bean bag toss or the rings. You can get um, those little plastic rings that you can throw on a um, empty, you know, water bottles or things like that. You can also play games that are, I call them the tried and true, like, you know, the pin the tail on the donkey or uh, musical chairs, which is a fun one. The kids like to do things like freeze tag if you have more space to run around. Um, that's also uh, super fun. And everything 
um, to the kids anyway, is much more fun in the dark. So if you're doing it in a contained space that's maybe not super lighted, you know, like our yards wasn't lit um, a whole lot. There were some, you know, we had hung up some um, lights and things like that, but there are not... um, big lights around where I live. So our actually our next door neighbor has a light on his property. So but it's not it's not like living in a neighborhood where, you know, there's houses all around you and there could possibly be a lot of lights. So that just gives it a whole another, you know, atmosphere for the kids and they love that. And then of course there's the food. There's the roasting of s'mores, you know, campfire songs and things like that. So if you know someone who has a guitar, they can bring it and lead some, you know, really fun songs. You know, praise and worship songs are always fun and silly songs are, you know, super fun for the kids. And then one of the things we like to do when it was quieter and not with so many kids, although we have done this with a big group of kids, um, but we like to do it on our own as well, is, you know, we sit around the fire and, of course, there's somebody monitoring the fire. We have rules um, when we did our campfires with a group, and that was not everyone can throw sticks in. Little ones have to stay way far back. We would have the the seats pretty far back. And um, and then we'd have parents sit there with their children uh, so that, you know, they were monitored. But um, kind of like after you, <laughs> after you go through all the rules, kind of t- takes all the fun out of it, right? But um, safety first. So we would go around and we would have a story starter. So we would, you know, say one day while I was creeping in the woods, I saw... And then the next person has to take that over. And so each person adds something to the story. You don't necessarily have to repeat the whole story. When it's a smaller group, it's kind of easier to do. Um, It also depends on the kids' ages, but you can do that as well. Uh, There are the other stories or, you know, games that kids play that, you know, like I'm thinking of something that starts with an A, and that is Apple, Um, and then the next kid has to say A, apple, B, ball, and go on like that. So there's, you know, again, lots of fun things you can do. And then, of course, there's always lots of goodies with the candy. So if you're hosting a party um, with a larger group, every family can bring uh, some candy. But um, what to do with all that candy afterwards? So, you know, we would do things like give back to the community. You know, you can donate the candy. Um, or you could donate the money you would use to buy all the candy to a worthy cause. We've done some of that before. You know, you can visit a nursing home or babysit for a friend so that they can have an evening out. But whatever you decide, include your children in the planning, especially when they're older. Um, like I said earlier, my kids had some definite ideas about hosting a party. And, you know, they, uh, when they were a little bit older, they asked, you know, they still wanted to have a party, but they wanted to have a private party. And so, you know, um, now my kids are older and we just hang out and, you know, probably we'll do another campfire, you know, have something on the grill and then go sit out and have a little campfire because um, our neighborhood where we live is so spread out that nobody um, comes to our, our neighborhood during Halloween anyway. So... You know, but it doesn't matter if it's, you know, 
if you're looking for alternatives, it's a great you know thing to do. But it's always important to remember with your family that you know keep your values solid. Don't let other people sway you because I had a lot of people that would talk me out of it and you know try to talk me out of it and. And it was, you know, based on our experiences that my husband and I had, you know, and I've done a lot of research um, on Halloween as well, but whatever your convictions are, um, you know, just make sure that they're grounded and um, enjoy yourself, you know, Um, making memories with your kids is of foremost importance and I love it. It's something that I, I continue to do with my kids and now my grandkids, so it's a super uh, fun fun time. I want to thank our sponsor again, Sony Animations and Affirms Films, for bringing us the star. And if you want the show notes for today's episode, go to two thirty two podcast two thirty two vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. And I am so glad that you stopped by, and we've got some really great programming for you on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I am going to be doing a podcast on kid-friendly movies, which I'm excited about, so I can share with you guys um, all about that in the next podcast. Take care, God bless, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.